Yeah, no problem. I'm great. I hope everybody's uh, doing well down there in Gainesville. I understand there's a big series this week. (laughs) (laughs) You you are understanding correctly, sir. Uh, (laughs) Let me ask about uh, before the season started. Is it fair to – was there from the fan base or whomever pressure on on Nick coming into this year? Is that a fair statement? Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're you're talking about a program that had been oh so close in the last couple of years but had just not been able to to get over that hump and get back into an NCAA tournament. And so, you know – it was one of those things where they'd go into the SEC tournament and they would need to win a few games, and it just felt like every year they would come up a game short here or there in the committee's eyes. And so they really put a focus this offseason on uh, trying to put together a schedule that would help their RPI and their strength of schedule and also prepare them for the SEC. And they've done that. They've put in the work, and now we're seeing the payoff uh, for the Wildcats, but uh, but yeah, there was a lot of pressure in this program. A lot of guys that were wanting to win and get this thing turned around, and to this point, they've done that. You know, to look at the games in the SEC, Kentucky's kind of done it the old-fashioned way not not hitting a lot of home runs, but getting the job done. What what's been their mo offensively this year? Well, it, it's just been going back. Everybody wants to talk about the small ball game, but really it's the run game that I think has been the difference. And, yes, Kentucky leads the league with 50 uh, sacrifice bunts, but they've also been able to bunt for hits. They use that small ball game that you just don't see uh, much in the league anymore, and teams are having to prepare for it. Uh, Coach Mingione kind of likens it to uh, the turbo offenses we're seeing in football, trying to speed up defenses and force them into mistakes. But – I also feel like sometimes you could compare it to those old triple option offenses. Just because you don't see it in the SEC much anymore, teams are having to prepare for it, and there's so many different avenues and intricacies that you can't always prepare for everything. But the stolen base numbers are way up. The bunt game is there, and this team does have some sneaky good power. They homered eight times against Tennessee last weekend, so uh, they've just put together a well-rounded offense. Pitching stamp, uh, pitching wise, from that standpoint, what do you see? You know, I think it's a veteran staff. They've got a lot of arms, like uh, Darren Williams, who's in his seventh year pitching. Um, Logan Martin, who's a senior transfer from a Division three school. They've just got a lot of experience and a lot of talent on these uh, on these arms and, and the back end of the bullpen, and that's really paid off for them because they know what to expect in this league. Um, from a fan standpoint, ha- has the attendance been good? Have have Kentucky fans rallied behind this team? Yeah, you know, the attendance has been really good this year. Now, the weather, as you might expect in Kentucky early in the spring, isn't always <laughs> the best for baseball. You know, if you come up here in February, early March, it's going to be cold and sometimes a little wet. But uh, the fans have turned out this year. We- we've had uh, some record numbers, including the Louisville game, a couple of weeks ago, it was the record attendance. So the the fan base has really responded to this team. Darren, I'm going to ask this from a, a Gator fan perspective here. Florida's pretty much used the same three guys pitching-wise on an SEC weekend. Has that been the case with the Wildcats? Yeah, I think this time of year you see pitching staff sort of like basketball rotations. They get shortened up pretty uh, pretty significantly. And, and we've seen Kentucky go to a lot of the same arms uh, here and there over the last couple of weeks deal with bumps and bruises as every pitching staff goes through this time of year. And that's kind of affected their rotation a little bit. But, uh, you know, what I would expect 
the, the usual suspects when it comes to Kentucky's starting rotation. And if they've got a lead late, you can usually expect to see Seth Chavez, Mason Moore, and, and guys like that. So the good news for Kentucky is they're getting healthy on that pitching staff, and they may have the most options that they've had this spring when, uh, when Florida comes to town this weekend. What kind of a guy? I've had Coach Mingione on a couple of times, uh, talked to him a couple of times here, but not at great length. What kind of a guy is he? What is he doing uh, in terms of making this Kentucky program successful? Uh, he's a terrific guy. I enjoy working with him so much. And, and, you know, he's a guy that cares about this program and this state and very uh, intense. And, you know, the, that's the thing I, I love about him is he is uh, he's very aggressive. He loves coaching third base because he's engaged with the team and the offense. But he's very aggressive, and he's always going to tell his guys to err on the side of being aggressive. He talks about playing with uh, – brains and guts and that's where you want to play intelligent but you want to play with fearlessness and be aggressive and and that's what they do and and this team really reflects his personality and i think that's part of the reason why they've been so fun to watch darren let me end with this um when you look at our league and you know it's even the bottom teams can beat you but isn't it amazing the last two national champions uh, Ole Miss isn't going to go to the tournament. Mississippi State isn't <laughs> likely to go to the tournament. Isn't that just an amazing statistic? I, I don't think anybody would have thought that going into this year, but that's what you got. I, I, you're exactly right. This year in the SEC has just amazed me, and it's it's incredible to think that we may have an SEC tournament without the two Mississippi schools, and the fact that they are both the last two national champions just shows how incredibly tough and how incredibly deep this league is. And you look at the top of the standings, like we know how good Florida is. Kentucky's already played Bandy. Uh, they've played LSU. Nobody seems to be talking about the Arkansas team that's at the very top of the standings right now. They may be playing some of the best baseball of anybody. So it really is just you go down the list and you're like, this team's really good. This team is scary. Man, this team's got some elite <laughs> talent. And that's what makes this league so much fun. It does. Well, Cats and the Gators again tomorrow, Friday, and Saturday from Lexington. And Darren Hedrick will have the call for the Wildcats. Always appreciate you, Darren. Thank you for your time. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for having me. And we'll see you guys up here in Lexington this weekend. Thank you, sir. Darren Hedrick, uh, talking Kentucky baseball. Give you a quick little uh, thumbnail sketch of the Wildcats.